Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Speaking of the NFL, let us start there uh, on this day. Uh, the fat guy, um, well, um, you know, uh, well, so, well satiated with cash. Uh, the fat guy with, uh, you know, with barrels of it uh, flew yesterday via United. And it was almost a computer breakdown with United yesterday. They had to stop all the planes and everything else. But Fatso uh, made it. Uh, the fat guy uh, from Rapid made it to Vegas. And I didn't hear from him for 24 hours. That makes me nervous because he has a lot of cash and and 99% of it's mine. Uh, so you never know what he's up to because he's a thief. But, I mean, from that standpoint, uh, he did make it to uh, Las Vegas. And I did talk to him here today. And uh, we have uh, made some decisions as far as over-unders are concerned as far as the 2023 football season goes. So uh, if YouTube comes through properly, I'll be raring to go on Sunday afternoon. Eddie Erickson, I would plan my Sunday at 1 being in New Canaan. Because you know I will be a crankpot if I don't get that game. Either you're going to come up there at your own leisure or I'm going to call you at one screaming. So you might as well come up there at your own leisure. Regardless of such, uh, you know, the fat guy did make it. And we discussed it today. He had gotten all the lines uh, from Brent's place uh, from, what was it, South Point? What's it called? South Point from Brent's joint, uh, all our buddies over there, and uh, we came up with some picks and some decisions to make as far as over-unders are concerned. We made five selections, so let me tell you the philosophy of these selections first, and then uh, I'll tell you the reasoning behind each one. First off, uh, I don't look at this. Now, he might because he's broke. Remember, he's running his father's joint out there in Rapid City, that dive of a bar uh, called the Firehouse, But so he needs it. I don't care as much in my scenario, especially now when we're near the end. Uh, I don't get that wrapped up by it. Uh, So I do it for fun. You know, I mean, I don't want to take a team, you know, worrying about a couple of dollars and, you know, that I'm not going to enjoy rooting for. A lot of this has, you know, who am I going to get into as far as the year is concerned? So, for instance, a perfect example would be the Jets. Now, I think the Jets are a layup at nine and a half. If they don't win 10 games this year, there should be an investigation. I mean, they got a very good defense. They got a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they're due. I mean, if they can't win 10 ball games, I don't care how hard the schedule is, uh, but I can't root for the Jets because I have too many of my friends who are Jet fans, and there's nothing I like better than tormenting people. So I, I lay low, uh, like Rich Savino, my producer over there at High Heat, so I can make fun of him all year long, so I don't want to be on his side. So there's an example where I will play it the way I want to play it, and not so much where I actually think the money lies. So that's the first thing. Second thing is when I make these plays, I don't worry so much about vigs you know i know people melzer the basketball coach for instance if the vig is 110 instead of 105 despite the fact they might love the team he oh i don't want it i don't want it. no no i can't say danny it's a it's one no i can't god no i'm not so he doesn't want to pay the juice i, I don't worry about that uh i just go out there you know what i, I mean i'm not gonna go crazy you know minus 350 i mean uh, uh so but i mean generally speaking the difference between say minus 155 and minus 125 i'm not gonna make that big a deal about it. and what that means folks is if you lose the bet uh with the vig and you bet a hundred dollars on it and the vig is 155 you lose 155 if it's 125, you lose 125. 
I'm not betting $100, so that can get steep. But from that standpoint, uh, you know, I don't really worry too much about that. So those are two premises that you have to keep an eye on. Now, for instance, Eddie Erickson, who is a horrendous gambler and has been in major hot water in his life, he that, that's, a, that's a fact. Steve Torrey, that, that's a huge factor. Steve, who, uh, again, uh, has lost a fortune, not that I've ever seen it, but he's lost a fortune. Uh, but uh, he, of course, uh, from that perspective, you know, he gets nervous about Viggs. Colin Schmeling, who still owes me $100 from the Islanders play, uh, getting to the, uh, yes, you do, and I have not seen it uh, from the Islanders that they were going to get to the Stanley Cup final. You know, he bet $100 on it with the odds, and that didn't work quite work out. So take that little money that you saved down in uh, Disney World um, with your little rebates on JetBlue because of the horrendous flight home. Uh, regardless of that, um, you know, I don't worry so much about the Viggs or anything. I just make the plays I want to make the plays. So to make a long story short, we made five. Uh, and you always want to take an under. Because you want to, you know, you want to take an under because you don't want to take all overs. You got to try one under. So I try to take an under every year. I mean, last year in the NFL, I don't even know what I went. That tells you I don't think too much of it. I probably went, you know, right around 500. I, I don't remember what I did. You know, I may have won. I may have I may have gotten like three and two. Uh, I'd have to go back and think who I took last year. Um, and I'm not going to bore you with the details now because I, I took Dallas as an over. I know I won that one. But um, I'm not going to bore you with the details on that right now. So th- those are the premises. So Rob today, he gets all the numbers, he calls me, and then we go figure it out. So here is what I decided to take. And again, remember the VIGs. I don't worry too much about them. Uh, I look at divisions. So I always want to take teams that I think are in relatively easy divisions. And this year, that would make you nervous, maybe a little bit in the AFC East. Now, as it turns out, I took a team in there anyway, but it'd make you a little nervous. Uh, so I look at divisions, and of course, I look at the schedule. My first team that I took was Jacksonville. I took them over, I think it was nine and a half. I took them over, last year they won nine. Uh, I, I just don't see how Jacksonville isn't going to have a very good year. Uh, they bring Calvin Ridley in. They had they got a de- they got a coach who's won a Super Bowl. Lawrence is on the upswing. Colin Russo loves him, which is also a little intangible. And if you look at their schedule, the division isn't very good, as we know. Houston and of course Tennessee and Indianapolis, and they also play the NFC South, which is Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Tampa. So those are you know that, that that's seven game that's say six plus three. I mean that's ten games that they should be able to maneuver. Relatively easily, right? I mean, now they have the first place schedule, so they have Cincinnati and they have Baltimore and everything else. But one of those first place teams is Buffalo, and they play Buffalo in London, and that happens to be a Jacksonville road game. So they get Buffalo on the road, but they get him in London. And by the way, it's the second of two straight weeks in London for the Jags because they play Atlanta and Jacks in London the week before. So they get, they're there for 10 days, which should make them a little more acclimated to the time zone and everything else. Uh, they'd have Baltimore and Cincinnati and San Francisco, but all in Jayville. I figured that Jackson was a good play. So I took Jacksonville over nine and a half. Should they go 10-7, and 9-8 last year? I mean, Tennessee twice, Houston twice, Indianapolis twice. You got to figure, what, 4-2? and two? And then the four games in the other divisions, Saints, Atlanta, Carolina, and Tampa, you got to figure a minimum 2-2. Two and two. That goes at 6-4. and four. With seven left, you got to go four and three. I- I'm going to take a chance, so I took Jacksonville. That's number one. Uh, number two, uh, with I-, I wanted to take a team that I can have fun with. I happened to see him 
in uh, in preseason because Catalan had him on the game with uh, Matt Ryan and with uh, Tiki Barber. Catalan had the Detroit Carolina game, and I took Carolina. I took him over. The number was seven. Now, I took them because Reich's a good offensive coach. They have a good running back in Sanders. Young played very well that night in two drives. They scored points. Um, I know they don't get a ton of weapons offensively, but they're in a very easy division. Again, the apropos NFC South, and there's no VIG. It's even. So, seven and ten for Carolina. You know, last year, they went eight and nine, and they didn't have a quarterback. So I figured, you know what? Maybe they, with Young, they can, you know, he's Alabama, Saban, fun to root for. You know, he's done nothing but win his whole career. Yes, I know he's tiny, but he's done nothing but win his whole career. Their schedule is very easy. I mean, they got an easy schedule, Carolina. I mean, they, they play the AFC South, too. Now, the one thing I don't like about that, that's a double whammy game in there because Carolina plays Jacksonville. I don't like the double whammy games. And the other thing about that, they play Jacksonville in week 16. So you don't like a double whammy that late. But, you, uh, but, you know, you'll, the good thing about it is you'll get a win one way or the other. But, you know, if both need to win and you got week 16, it's a little dicey. But I took Carolina over seven, have some fun. That's uh, team number two. Uh, team number three, I don't like the root form. Um, and, you know, I, I don't love him, uh, but, you know, Peter King, who last year buried me with the Saints, by the way, uh, but King seemed to like him. I took Seattle nine over. Now, really? See, you know, they brought the kid in from Ohio State to be with Lockett and with Metcalf, so they got very good receivers. Smith had a very good year. They run the ball relatively effectively. They play Arizona and the Rams four times. Those are games they could win. Now, their schedule is tricky. They got a lot of games on the East Coast. And, you know, but still, nine games, you figure they may be able to go five and one in their division. And if not that, at least four and two. Nine's a push. No vig there either, though I usually don't pay attention. Uh, again, uh, do I love see? I, I, if you look at the Seattle schedule, let me show it to you what it is. You'd say, all right, you know, can you get the nine with this schedule? It's not a terrible schedule. And so I said, let's take a chance at Seattle. I want to give you the games they can win. Arizona twice, the Rams twice. They play at Detroit. Another double whammy game, Carolina, but it's in week three. So if you lose it, it's not the end of the world. They play Cleveland at home, Pittsburgh at home, Washington at home. Uh, at Tennessee. I mean, it's not a – so if you look at Arizona twice and the Rams twice, at Tennessee, Pittsburgh at home, the Browns at home, Washington at home, um, uh, and uh, uh, and at Detroit, it's manageable. So I took a run at Seattle. That guy did. That's three. Two more. Um, uh, I didn't want to take the Jets. He wanted to take the Giants at seven and a half. Uh, the Giants should be, I mean, they should win eight games. I mean, but it's a tough division. I don't want to sit there worrying about their offense all year. Revved up with Giants. That also goes along the lines. I like to tweak people with the Giants. My trainer's a huge Giant fan. I'd rather get on them when they lose instead of suffer with them when they lose. So as a result of that, I laid low. The Jets... Nobody wants to root against the Jets more than me. So I can't take them nine and a half, although I like them at nine and a half. I took Miami 
at nine and a half over. Now, listen, they got a hard schedule. I understand that. They open up at home. They open up with the Chargers and the Patriots on the road. So right out of the gate, and you never know a tour. But the one thing you know about Miami, their offense is phenomenal. They have great receivers. They got a decent offensive line. Their defense is pretty good. Uh, the hot weather early. Uh, I, you know, listen, I'm not trying to sit there and say their schedule. There's not a lot of layups on their Miami schedule. So this is kind of a, a flyer with them. It is nine and a half. I mean, they, I, you know, they have... They also have Carolina again. Boy, I got three double whammies with Carolina. I didn't realize that. Um, Here's what I do like about Miami. Did you see the end of their schedule? Four of their last five are in Miami. Tennessee, the Jets, Dallas, at Baltimore, Buffalo. Now, tricky, but four of their last five are at home. Uh, I think they're going to have a very, very good offensive team. Last year, Miami went 9-8. and Tua barely played, like to figure, and if he doesn't play, White's is, is decent, better backup than Skylar Thompson. So I took a run at Miami. Um, now listen, at the Chargers, at New England, Denver, at Buffalo. You could be one and three. I took them. And then lastly, because there's nobody in America I want to tweak more than Eric from Long Island. And I wanted it under, and I hate the city, and I hate the fan base, and I hate the team. I took under Eagles. Now, when you take an under, you better have a high number. And there, there's only a couple teams that are 11 and a half. Reed in his sleep will win 13 games. I'm not so sure about the Eagles. So I took under Philadelphia 11 and a half, thinking Super Bowl hangover, a lot of new guys on defense. Two new coordinators and a very, very difficult concluding schedule. Now, the problem with the Eagles is they could be 5-0. and They start with the Pats, Minnesota, at Tampa, Washington, at the Rams. They could be 5-0, and and you need six losses here. They could be 5-0. and But after that, listen to their schedule. At the Jets, Miami, tough games. At Washington, Dallas, bye week. At Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco. At Dallas, at Seattle, the Giants, Arizona or gimme, at the Giants. So from October 15th on, which is a total of 12 games, they play every game on their schedule they could possibly lose except the Arizona game with The Jets, Miami, Washington, Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle, Giants, Arizona, Giants again. So I went under Philly at 11 and a half. Now, what I need from them is a loss early. If I get a loss where they are, even if they're four and one, I can live with it. If I get a loss after October 1st and there or October 8th if they're four and one heading into October 22nd I need five losses to win and they got a brutal schedule and that division is tricky even Washington so I went under Philadelphia so Carolina Jacksonville Miami Seattle under Eagles now we play along now we play along I don't worry about Viggs. Uh, I try to pick teams that I can root for. 
I try to avoid double whammies. I got hurt with Carolina. They play off. I got a lot of them. I try to avoid. I know Carolina plays Miami. Carolina plays. I don't like that. I'll live with it. I'll live with it. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.